You are listening to the Live Diet Free Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Avant, personal trainer, sports nutritionist, and weight loss coach. I'm here to help you lose weight for the last time without sacrificing your quality of life to do it. So pop your headphones in, go for a walk, and learn how to become the healthiest, happiest, and most confident version of yourself. Hello, you guys. I'm excited about today's episode. It's something that I've wanted to talk about for a while, and... When we were on vacation, I needed to get a new mic cord so I couldn't do it then. Anyhow, I'm back. I'm ready to talk about it. And what I'm talking about today is, quote unquote, slow weight loss. So I actually, this topic came to mind listening to a business coach's podcast. And she was talking about how, this is specific to the coaching industry, but I'm sure it goes for kind of any entrepreneur-related things. But basically how there's so much focus on kind of the people who see what feels like overnight success, the people who just make rapid progress and like out of nowhere, you know, quadruple their income year after year after year, or they make their first six figures in six months or, you know, end up on some Forbes list the, you know, the day they launch, things like that. And just how common it is for us to kind of share those stories and feature them and highlight them and really focus on them but that they are the exception, not the rule. And it just like, I immediately stopped the podcast and like started taking notes because it's so applicable to weight loss. And my hope is from doing the client spotlights episodes that I've been doing every month since pretty much since the beginning that I'm helping kind of pull back the curtain and and share with you what progress looks like for real women like you. Some of those clients have lost a very significant amount of weight in what feels like a relatively short period of time and are kind of at the top end of that weight loss range. But most of them have kind of the more typical experience, which is ups and downs and better months and worse months. And that's what I want to normalize. That's what I want to talk about today. That's what I try to, to, to help expose you to in those episodes is that there's nothing wrong with your experience if it feels slow or if it's taking a while. And from a health standpoint, there are actually a lot of reasons that you want to lose weight more slowly. One of those being you want to retain as much muscle as possible and typically losing more slowly, losing, you know, that half a pound, pound, two pounds a week is the range you want to be in, in order to be losing as much fat as possible and as little muscle as possible. But then even bigger kind of health concerns than that is that losing weight really rapidly usually means taking really extreme measures. And in this sense, extreme means unhealthy. So sure, you can lose I'm trying to think about like the most extreme that I've heard. Um, I uh, I want to say I've I've seen people claim like 60 pounds in three months or, or something like that. Um, like, is it physically possible? Like, yeah, I guess maybe, but it's certainly not good for you. And it's very likely causing some major health problems, whether immediately or down the road. It probably means you are barely eating 
one of those like what is it the hcg diet where you basically like take some drops and eat 500 calories a day like yeah sure you'll lose a lot of weight really fast but you're literally starving <laughs> that's not good for your body so ending up like malnourished or you know with any of the the really negative consequences of drastically under eating like that's really bad so when when people like me are preaching you want it to be sustainable you want it to be healthy you want it to be slow like that's what those consequences are are real and you know even in maybe less extreme cases what you want to be paying attention to is like your quality of life so sure maybe you're not literally starving yourself but if you're finding that you're constantly hungry or that you have become obsessed with certain foods that you've deemed off limits or you're counting down the seconds until you get a cheat meal every week or you are quote unquote good for a few days and then binge the rest of the days like all of those are signs that what you're doing is not good for you in the long term or in the or in the right now um, so that's, that's one piece of it that I wanted to touch on is just that like there are really legitimate physiological reasons that you want to lose weight at a healthier rate, which I'm sure I've talked before about being usually in the range of like half a pound to two pounds per week, depending on largely your body size. But that for most people, it's about half a percent to 1% of their body weight and that it's never linear. Uh, but anyway, I'm kind of digressing. I think that's, that's all been covered in previous episodes. But what I wanted to really talk about is that just like this business coach was saying in this podcast, where we kind of fixate on the coaches who are making a shit ton of money in a very short period of time, it's, I'd say, even more prevalent in weight loss, where we just hone in on the people who are half their size in a year and things like that. And that's not... <laughs> That's not most people's reality. We end up creating this lens through which we see the world and then we only pay attention to the stories that fit that lens. So if you're telling yourself your weight loss is slower than anybody else's, everybody else you know, is losing 10 pounds a month and things like that, then that's what you're going to find. And it's very easy to find on social media. And I won't go into my rant about how Photoshopped and you know, how some of those are like straight up lies. A lot of those multi-level marketing companies will just like steal people's pictures and they'll say, this took me, you know, five years of hard work with diet and exercise. And then they just like slap a logo on it and say, this was six months with our products and all that BS. But basically, like if you're telling yourself that your weight loss is slower than anybody else's, you're going to be looking for evidence that that's true. So you're going to be picking out the people who have lost a ton of weight really fast. And you're going to be like, see, those people are the norm. I'm the exception. That is not true. The exception is the people who lose a lot of weight really fast. The even greater exception is the people who do that and keep it off. And that's something that I really want you to walk away with today is not only, so this would be, I guess, kind of like a um, a one-hit wonder or some tech company that like explodes out of nowhere and then is gone in two years. It's of the people who are rapidly successful, there is a chunk of them 
who then completely fall off and just kind of face plant. You see this all, maybe you don't, but I see this all the time with weight loss. The majority of people who lose a lot of weight gain it back, even when they do it in healthy means, but even more so when they have done it drastically and in an unhealthy way. So I feel like it's very easy, especially with social media, to get caught up in these people's before and after pictures and not know what happens the next year or the next three years, the next five years. And I care so much more about our clients' success in the six months and the three years and the five years and the 15 years than I do how quickly the weight comes off. And I know that's not always what they want to hear. And our coaches will often say, nope, we're not going to drop your calories. Nope, we're going to stay the course. Nope. But it's with your long-term health and success in mind. We know that as much as it might feel good to see the scale drop and drop and drop and drop and drop, if you don't have the time to shift your lifestyle and your mindset to support being someone who can maintain that weight, it's not going to stick. So I know that I even hate calling it slow progress because like, it's just really not. It, what's, what's slower progress? To lose 50 pounds in six months, gain it back the next six months, lose it again in the next six months, gain it back again and basically just be spinning your wheels year after year, or taking 12 months or 15 months or 18 months to lose 50 pounds, and then maintaining it within five or so pounds, basically for forever. That, so I think we just really need to reframe what we call slow and what we called fast. To me, losing weight really fast and then gaining it back over the next however long is slow because now you're going to end up spending years doing something or potentially never doing it. You're going to spend years just spinning your wheels or you can shift your frame of reference to be, doesn't really matter how long it takes because this is the last time I'm doing it. Doesn't matter how many ups and downs I have because I'm not giving up doesn't matter how many times I get frustrated or I feel like I mess up. I'm going to dust myself off and try again. You will get there so much faster. Meg, Meg, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but Meg said something in, I don't remember where it was, in a Facebook post or in a client response or something about just how much longer you have to maintain than it will take you to lose. So if you're in your 30s or 40s or even 50s and you want to lose what feels like a lot of weight anywhere, you know, whatever weight you want to lose always feels significant to you. But whether it's 10 pounds or 20 pounds or 50 or 100 or 200, it can feel like a lot. It can feel daunting. I did an episode recently about how to stay motivated if you have a lot of weight to lose. So you can listen to that. But even if you have 100 pounds to lose and even if you set the bar at half a pound per week. And you're like, oh shit, four years? Like that's an eternity. No, it's not. You've probably got 40 plus years left in your life. We're talking about a fraction of those years to lose the weight and do it in a way that doesn't suck in the process and allows you to enjoy those after years relatively easily with a better relationship with food in your body than you have ever had before. Doesn't seem like such a long time now, does it? So I really want you to reframe your use of slow. And when the scale is down half a pound or three quarters of a pound or a pound, 
don't make that a bad thing. Don't say, well, it's only, or I just, uh uh-uh. Great. Good for you. And know that this is the norm. It doesn't mean that anything is going wrong. So don't make, quote unquote, slow wrong for you or for anyone else. Don't quit because you think it's going too slowly. The only way to make sure that it goes, that it takes longer is to quit and to eventually pick yourself up and start again. Never quit. Turn your dials up and down as you need to, but do not quit. Just keep going and you'll get there. I've probably mentioned something that one of my business coaches kind of instilled in me, which was just the fact that setting goals is not about accomplishing the goal so much as putting yourself into a frame of mind to think like a person who has accomplished it. And that if you don't reach it by this like arbitrary time frame you set for yourself, it doesn't matter because you're closer than you were before. And you are going to get there because you have already started thinking like that person. So if you set a goal to be X weight by your birthday and you're not, that's okay. You're still closer than you would have been. You're still going to get there. Doesn't matter if it's on your birthday or five days after or a month or three months or five months or a year. No, it really doesn't because you're still getting there. And when you really believe that your results are inevitable, that time constraint really goes away. When you stop trying to rush it, like you just, I just have to prove myself that I can do it and then I'll just like figure it out when I get there. When you stop thinking like that, when you stop stop being so frantic and frenzied and just kind of settle in for like, if I'm not miserable in the process and I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm living my life, why does it really matter how long it takes? We have so many clients who come to embrace this mentality. And one of the ones that comes to mind is, is Krista, who I just, if you haven't listened to her episode, go back and listen to that one. Um, she's just incredibly inspiring. And she, as much as anyone I've ever worked with, has just really embraced, like, this is a, it feels so cliche, but like, this is a lifestyle change. And with that is going to be ups and downs. With it is going to come, you know, some days, some weeks, some months where I feel like I'm kind of falling off. But I will always just get back up again and keep going. And when you look at like, I think it's really common to think that you can accomplish a lot more in a week or two weeks or a month than you really can. And when you get on the scale and you're just like, after all that, I'm only down a pound or, you know, this whole month I was so good and I'm only down four pounds. What do you, what? What do you mean? You just have set these expectations for yourself that we're never going to be reality. What if you lose four pounds a month for the next 20 months? So stop focusing on such short-term results and start asking yourself, where do I want to be in six months, in a year, in three years? And that's really what I think Krista has done an incredible job embracing is the long game. She has made steady progress over the last several years. But if you look at one month at a time, you wouldn't really see much in the way of change. And that can be really frustrating when you're in the thick of it and you're looking at like, God, they're like, what do I have to show for this month? Well, you zoom out further and you're just like, oh, well, as compared to where I was three months ago or six months ago, I have a lot to show for it. So let's not make reality a bad thing. 
just think about most of you, most of, most of this listenership is middle-aged women. Sorry if that's insulting. I consider myself in that as well. In 30s to 30s to 60s, um, mostly working, mostly moms. You have a lot going on in your life besides wanting to lose weight. And if you don't want or are unwilling to press pause on the rest of your life, which you know I'm not suggesting that you should be, then you need to accept that things are going to happen at the rate that you let them. If you want to go on vacation and basically just kind of press pause, this is going to be a week that I maintain that I don't really stress much about it, great. If you want to be able to go out for happy hour and have a couple cocktails and you know maybe not eat and drink as much as you used to, but go out and enjoy yourself, meals with the family, celebrations, all those things, just like basically live your life, then with that comes a little bit of slowed results on the scale. Not in, not in terms of like the mental progress and things like that, but if you want to just lose weight as fast as possible, never go anywhere, never you know go out to eat, be as rigid as possible, make sure that you never deviate from the plan. That's possible. That's, that's an option for you. It's just not a desirable one. It's not one that you want or are willing to do. So with that trade-off becomes, I'm going to do this in a way that is sustainable for me to enjoy my life, for me to be living a life that is healthy and happy and I want to live. And also, this is a goal too. It's not the thing I'm defining myself by. It's one of the things that is a priority to me. And when you want to strike that balance, that means the progress may be a little bit slower on the scale. It doesn't mean that you're not improving your relationship with food. It doesn't mean that you're not becoming fitter or more active or any of those things. It just means that there's always a give and take. So you get to decide where that balance is for you. If you want to see faster progress, are you willing to make the choices and you know potentially the sacrifices that that will warrant? Are you willing to say no to things that you might enjoy? Are you willing to, um, to, I mean that. Are you willing to make the choices that you need to in order to make that a reality? And if not, that's fine. You're human. You're normal. Most of us don't want to make those decisions. And the beauty is, you don't have to. All you have to do is decide, I'm in this for the long haul. And that means that I'm going to have ups and downs. It means that some weeks are basically going to be like maintenance weeks. It means that some months are basically going to be like maintenance months. It just means taking your life as a whole and acknowledging that losing weight is not the only thing that's important to you. When you have a stressful month or an emotional month or one where you suffer a loss or a major transition or a life change, it's okay if that means you turn your weight loss dial down and you don't lose that month. Just maintaining a weight in the midst of you know, the rest of your life feeling like it's in turmoil, that's a big win. I think we need to reframe the things that we think are wins and the scale is not the only thing that indicates you winning. You going through something emotional and not turning to food or turning to food less than you would have or not beating yourself up, beating yourself up about it as much as you would have. All of those are wins. Like I said, going through a tough time and not gaining or even not gaining as much as you would have. That's all winning. And when you are thinking in terms of this is the rest of my life, I'm not in a rush to get there. You're a lot kinder with yourself and you're a lot more accepting of those like 
missteps and those slip-ups and you just realize they're all learning experiences. This is just me doing the best that I can. Sometimes I nail it and knock it out of the part and I feel great. Sometimes I don't and I learn from it. And if you can look back and say, in the past I would have done this and now I did that and that is a step in the right direction, celebrate that. Let it be good enough and just know that the growth comes in a lot of forms. And while sometimes it might feel slow on the scale, you might be seeing big leaps mentally or physically or in another way. And all of that matters. It doesn't get, it shouldn't get overshadowed by the scale. So I'm going to wrap it up, but just a reminder to number one, not focus on the exceptions. Don't decide that you're the only person in the world who it's taking a while to lose this weight and be cautious of the filter through which you're, you're perceiving things. Decide to seek out, decide to normalize slow and steady progress. Look for that. Start to value that over drastic before and after photos. Start to appreciate other people's posts about how much better they feel or their relationships with food or the non-scale victories that they've had as much as you value their before and after photo. Just decide that slow isn't wrong and that you are in this for as long as it takes the time it is taking you to reach that quote unquote destination or that goal weight is the exact time that you are setting yourself up to stay there. So if it, if you woke up tomorrow morning and you were at your goal weight, would you have the mindset? Would you have the skills? Would you have the habits to stay there? Probably not. So think about what a gift it is that you have time to cement the beliefs and the behaviors and the habits that it takes to maintain the results while you're getting them. That's what it's all about. Hopefully this helps you and that that in the future, you will remember that slow, quote unquote, slow progress is still progress. It's normal. It's what most people experience. And all you have to do is keep going. If you like this podcast, you will love the deep dive that we provide on our consult calls. When is the last time you actually set aside any chunk of time to just think and talk about yourself? about your goals and really dug into what's actually standing in your way. And just that alone, just having a sounding board for your thoughts can be incredibly eye-opening and help you get that aha moment that you need to actually take the first step toward lasting change. If during our conversation, we know for sure we can help you bridge the gap from where you are now to where you want to be, then we'll offer to share with you what our one-on-one coaching experience is like and how we can help support and guide you to that goal. You can book a call with us at estereyevent.com slash call, and we can't wait to get to know you.